Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Though the streams are swollen, keep them doggies rolling, rawhide. Through rain and wind and weather, hell bent for leather. Wishing my girl was by my side. All the things I'm missing, good fiddles, love and kissing, are waiting at the end of my ride. everyone time for geocache talk whether you at work in the car wherever you are we hope you enjoy the show please give it a like and subscribe on itunes stitcher overcasts radio public and spotify so that you can get all the weekly geocache talk goodness big thanks to the travel bugs for the music and our patrons demon hunter 2 electric water boy aggie jedi master antaeus Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick at Cashley, One Kind Word, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, Sodak Zach, The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy1276, The No-Code Geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, F.S. Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Drumalot, Janice, Tricasius, Tom Frey, Rugles, The Bruce Zero, EGK, PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant, USMC, Little Gears, Albedo, 0.39, It's Only Barney, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, rock on ACDC Family, None of It Tidy, AFK Geocaching, and one of them is in the chat room, so beware. Josh Boggs, Carrot Killer, Corsgat, Geocaching with Lampe, that's our French, our friend from France. Bren, Bren Tim 07, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada. Tail Team Wagger, Team Tail Wagger. I guess I was gonna mess it up. Team Tail Wagger, Black Chrome, <laughs> Supernate, and um, they are coming back from their trip to Belize. So pretty excited to see all their photos and stuff from their trip. Uh, the Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Padib, Kazeli, <laughs> and our new patrons, Dragon. Gunter Hunters, Acme Wildcashers, Lauren Pearson, and ADK Sarah. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, in case you're wondering, patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. For more details, patrons get X tags, and I've got, I got some show and tell tonight. That's the X tag. Yeah. In case you're wondering, that's the X, X tags, coins, and I'm now going to reveal the brand new 
Geocache talk never before shown to anyone except for the patrons. Year two. Year two. Yep. Jesse's correct. And here it is. It's the blackout geocoin. Isn't that cool? Ooh, cool. I like that one. Isn't that cool looking? I like it. Very different. That's really Jesse's. That was Jesse's. Um, so hats off to you, Jesse. I was like, I don't know if it's going to work. going to look right. And he goes, yep, yep. That's going to look perfect. going to be perfect. You haven't mentioned the best part about it yet. Oh, Just what's a big the, tease again. What's the big tease part? That miss? Oh, because it's only, pretty much all. <laughs> it's only for patrons. Yeah, yeah, it is exclusive. You're going to tease it to everybody, but now you're going to wait and tell them that only patrons get it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> only. If you want to, be, if you want one of these cool coins, you can become a patron. Patrons uh, also get uh, other geocaching items during the year, bonus content. We've done some bonus shows recently, uh, invites to special events only for patrons, and support levels start at as little as three dollars a month. Well, let me welcome my co-host Jesse. Good evening. I'm glad I'm here and I actually made it. I've been doing a lot of traveling this week, so this was I was sweating it. I'm sweating it for the next three weeks on travel because it happens to coincide with the weekend. So I made I it in time for the show tonight, though. So yeah. I'll probably be in the field next week. Yep, that's cool. Uh, Wyoming, right? Going to be probably in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, Wyoming next week and then uh, South Dakota after South that. South Dakota so. after that. Very cool. Um, so let's jump right into show 105 for July 1st as we welcome back to the show Ryan Semmel. And Hello. he has has a guest with us, Joanne Covern. Hello, Joanne Van Covern. Van Covern. See, I got to yeah. get it right. Joanne. <laughs> Van. See, I, I knew I was going to get it wrong, but that's okay. We got we, we're, we're we're fixing it right now. Joanne <laughs> Van Covern and yeah. and Ryan is back on the show once again. We've we've been on before, so that's cool. We talked Moga, I think. Yes. A little over a year ago. Yep, that was a great. That was a great. We uh, Jesse and I, we really love that Moga because somebody won the Moga Cup. I don't know who that was. I don't know who that was. Somebody. You know won. how competitions are. Can't help it. Exactly. All right, we got a big show tonight. Uh, we're gonna get right into the news, and um, this week started uh, fantastic creatures. Uh, promo that they were doing started this week. Jesse's quite a ways in, I think. How far along are you? You're in. You're at Mermaid. Yeah, just a Mermaid. I was, uh, like I said, I was in Ohio this week, so I got to travel out there. But it wasn't a geocaching trip. This one wasn't. It was going to visit uh, my brand new niece uh, and and other nephew and niece that are out there. Pretty and cool. uh, it was it was awesome. So I was hanging out with them, but we got out and did a little bit of geocaching. But I was able to get about eleven. Yeah. So I'm cool. at Mermaid now, including uh, a webcam. Ooh. Uh, Excellent webcam, baby. One of the new virtual awards put out by K-Blast. Um, and it was really cool. And I won't go into the whole thing. And I won't give anything away on this one in case people are listening to it. But mm. um, you went to a location, you know, like a virtual does, right? You go to a location. This was a three stage. Right. Or actually a little bit more than that, but three locations. And you got to the location, instead of phone a friend, it was text a friend. Oh. So you texted the answer at the location, and it would text you back whether you got it right. That's cool. And what the information for the next stage in question was. And you go to the next stage, 
there's like three different uh, veterans memorials in town. So oh, very cool. I have no idea how that was set up in the background. I know it was something. <laughs> I got that, but uh, it was very cool that, you know, you text it in and then it, you're sitting there waiting for a second. It only took two or three seconds, but if you didn't get it right, it didn't answer you. Only oh, if you got it right, then it texted you back. So it was, that's awesome. It's one of the new virtual awards. And I think it's got like 70 something favorite points already. Oh I mean, it's gosh. something insane for just being out a short period of time. So it was, uh, it was very cool and yeah. an event. Yeah. And I got to go to an event. We're looking at the area and I'm like, man, I'm not going to be able to go cashing because I was going to drag them around with a brand new baby, right? Cashing. Right. And I look at the thing and there's an event in the same little town that I'm in. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I say little town, you know, it's, it's a yeah. good sized town, but it's not like a major, it was outside of Columbus. And there was an event. And, uh, it was K Blast and their monthly event was up there. Oh, so I perfect. got to meet a few other people too. And, um, there just happened to be a competition there while I was there. Of course. For the event. So <laughs> do I, Surprise. I was like, yeah, I'll probably stop by for that then. <laughs> We'll stop it. It was uh, it was like a cool like card stacking competition. So all these groups are in there stacking cards. You can stack them the highest to the ceiling and stuff. Oh, it was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, we won a prize, so that was great. Cool. So the little ones were loving that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was a great one. So having said all that, we got to end up getting like eleven caches or whatever, including mm-hmm. some gadget caches and some really oh. cool ones that were there, oh, and got to mermaid so far. That's awesome. Yeah, what a great trip and. You know, that's the kind of virtual reward that we've been talking about, right, Jesse? That's the kind of yeah, thing we want to see. One of the ones that you want to brag about. That's the reason to bring them back right there. Yeah. Because it was creative. It was fun. It was at a war memorial. I mean, it's hard mm-hmm. to. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to go wrong with that. But uh, also, I want to mention, so I just happened to just flippantly mention on Instagram when I was getting in town, hey, I'm in Ohio, you know, just landing, visiting family or whatever. Yeah. And so many cool people that interact through this show and everything else. Mm-hmm. Sent me messages. Hey, if you have time, I was like, I'm gonna be with with kids. They're like, here's some good ones for kids. I didn't have to go research anything or anything. It was right. They they were just blasting me GC code, saying, here's a cool picture. Um, you know, this is a cool uh, this is a cool gadget cache. This is kid friendly. That was great. That the community we have like that just just kicked in automatically, and I didn't even know where everybody was. They just started sending them to me. So it was great. Right. That is it's hard that to is- beat that. It is amazing. Yeah. You you go to some place and boom, somebody can tell you exactly. Go, you know, this is, we recommend this cache. Yeah. Love, yeah. love our geocache. They were absolutely community. right. These kids, the kids that were with me, my, you know, my nephew and niece, <laughs> they loved it. It wasn't like a regular pill bottle in a bush. It was like a right. Star Wars theme gadget cache in a park. It was awesome. So awesome. Perfect. It was great. It's a great trip for a non geocaching trip, right? Right. It was sort of like a combo, <laughs> perfect combo trip. Uh, so quick mention for our Canadian friends, happy Canada day. Hopefully you got out and got some geocaches and got some Canadians uh, in the chat room and then do whatever you normally do on Canada day. I tried to do some Tim Hortons. Yeah. Get some Tim bits. So, all right. (laughs) So, and then, um, virtual rewards, Jesse, give us a virtual rewards update. Um, including the one I just did, right? Of course, <laughs> uh, up to sixteen seventy nine. So we're not getting super high, but we'll probably still make two thousand. That's. I don't think we're going to make the three thousand that I guessed. Yeah, that's. <laughs> we're uh, July now, so it's July. We only have this month, pretty much. So, uh, 
I know. Uh, well, this will be interesting, though, Jesse. I'm wondering what's going to happen because they could easily come back and go, okay, well, we're going to extend it four months or three months. I don't know. Uh, I, we don't, they we don't, could. I don't think they will. You don't think they will, Ryan? I, mm, yeah, I don't either. I'm with Ryan. I don't think so. Because <laughs> they've also got ARs going right now and another promotion, too. Yeah. What were you going to say, Ryan? They gave him a year. Yeah, they so. gave him a year. They gave him a year, and I'm surprised we're only going to get half of them because they put out four or they provided four thousand. It looks like we're going to get about two thousand. So, I mean, I think forty five hundred is what they should put out. You think? I think we'll get about twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. Okay. I think you have a lot of late bloomers. that's going to put them out right before we're done. Yeah, you're right. We're going to get a flood right toward the end they're gonna be like no no no, wait a minute i gotta get my name again it's like okay you know so all right you know what's gonna happen though you know the reviewers are dreading that too <laughs> yes you know they're gonna do that all right well tonight we're gonna talk about the national trails system act that was uh, was in 1968, so we're the 50th anniversary. We're going to talk about the National Trail System, and then we're also going to talk about the Santa Fe Geo Trail. But first, we'll talk about the National Trail System Act of 1968, um, as amended, called for establishing trails in both. This is kind of interesting. I didn't realize this till I put the little blurb in here. In both urban and rural settings for people of all ages, interests, skills, and physical abilities, the act promotes the enjoyment and appreciation of trails while encouraging greater public access. It establishes four classes of trails, national scenic trails, national historic trails, national recreation trails, and what they called side or connecting trails. So... Um, so, um, Joanne's with us tonight as well as Ryan to tell us a little bit about, um, the trail system. So, um, I guess kind of, we're going to give kind of let you guys take it away and kind of tell us, um, how you got involved maybe first and then kind of tell us how the trail system as of, as a whole um, how you feel like it's gone for these 50 years. Uh, it's kind of broad, but <laughs> I, we haven't been around for 50 years. For no, it, right? tell us how it's, yeah, tell us what it began. Now. I've been around for the whole thing, but I was pretty, pretty young when they started it. So, but anyway, let's, we will talk about the, the whole 50 years, but tell All us right. about how you, tell us how you got involved in it. Both of y'all. Well, I lived the 60s. So yeah, I was there. <laughs> there you go. Way to go, Joanne. When I was a, a child, I uh, was raised along the Santa Fe Trail. So that's my area of, of expertise. I am currently the manager for the Santa Fe Trail Association, mm -hmm. and we work in partnership with the National Park Service, who administers the National Historic Trail. Okay, cool. And um, our, all of our organizations, all the National Historic Trails and the Scenic Trails, mm -hmm. we have an umbrella organization known as the Partnership for the National Trail System. 
Okay. at PNTS. And they're the ones that are really pushing this 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. They're helping us with a lot of the background work and they're hosting the website trails50.org. Right. And they're the ones that are providing all the information to all the various groups. Very um, cool. The Santa Fe became a national historic trail in 1987. Okay. Um, and mm -hmm. I just learned this last week. This will be interesting for folks in Colorado. Um, <laughs> Jesse? Uh, Zebulon Pike's Trail. The Pike Trail is mm -hmm. uh, your senators from Colorado have put that into Congress to do a feasibility study to maybe have that come in and be another national historic trail. And that, that, cool. that would be very good for both Colorado and the Santa Fe trail. Cause some of that trail overlaps directly onto the Santa Fe trail. Where is that? Where would that roughly be Joanne? Where was, where's, I mean, obviously Pike's, Pikes Peak, you said, is part of it, or well, that's that's part of it. But it, it comes in from uh, Oklahoma and Arkansas, and then it comes up into Kansas, goes up to Nebraska to the Pawnee Village, and then comes back down. Oh, okay. And then it goes out to uh, like past La Junta, Colorado, and up to Pueblo, and then into the mountains. And then that's where they meet up with some people in a different country that, you know, at that time, Spain was in charge. Mm -hmm. and so then they went down to Santa Fe under arrest. Oh, okay. Um, so. Very cool. Yeah. So that trail would be a nice long trail and a lot of history with it. 1806 is when Zeb was out here doing his thing. So. Oh, wow. That is really cool. Yeah. Um, so. And this is something I didn't realize is the, the number of trails is there's there's quite a few. Um, there are um, and, and if the notes I have. Go ahead. Joe, go ahead. Ryan, what was that? Uh, you got your national, uh, the scenic trails. Right. Which you got 11 of those. Yeah. And then as she was talking here with the historical trails. Right. Uh, right now there's 19 of them. But right. as she said, we're always adding new. Uh, for geocachers, one of the big inch, big parts is is this is all open land uh, as long as you get permissions from the National Park Services, which we know is sometimes a challenge. Uh, but there's actually a total of four geotours that are on these different historical trails. Which is cool. I didn't realize there were four. I knew that this, I knew the Santa Fe one, which we're going to focus on later tonight. But um, tell us about the other the other three, if you would, Ryan. Yeah, um, the other ones are all over in the East Coast. Uh, you had the Star Spangled Banner National uh, Historical Trail, okay, uh, which is GT nine. Okay, uh, they got twenty four geocaches on that one. Okay, so it's a nice little one uh, mm -hmm. for those who like to do it. Uh, you also have GT uh, GT seven. Which is a total of thirty-seven caches. Ooh, that's not bad. We're so we're, that's another, we're gaining a little bit. Um, where, where, now, where is that one? Um, we can look, look that one again. up too. That's all right. I can look up GT seven too. Uh, it's the Star. Uh, GT seven was. All right, I'll, I'll look it up too. We kind of look yeah, it's there. hiding on me now. That's okay. I'll look it up while we're talking. So that's uh, the Captain John Smith Chesapeake. Oh, National okay. Trail. GT7. So again, it's over on the East Coast. GT7. Hang on a second. Let me, oh, 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 let me put in seven. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> after six. Yeah. Well, I put when I put it in, it it came up as I, I hit the ampersand, but okay. Very uh, well, interesting. You can't look at it those ways. Let me look under the thing. Okay. All right. What was the what was the third one? Um, and I was actually mistaken. The other one's actually a challenge. It's not a geo tour. Oh, okay. That's still uh, though. The, okay. The Pony Express challenge out of uh, St. Joseph, Missouri. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, and that one is a challenge. Takes you across the whole Santa, uh, Pony Express. Oh, Which cool. comes out west. And then, of course, what we're here is uh, GT34, which is Santa Fe Trails Geo Tour. Okay, cool. Which only has a couple geocaches on it. <laughs> no, it has quite a few on it. <laughs> a little short trail. Just a little short one. <laughs> right. So, like okay. Drive. Wow. Yeah. Wow. GT, so that's GT34. That's the Santa Fe one, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yep. that's that and was almost, G- mm-hmm. And um, almost from doing the research of the different trails, almost every trail has a geocache right. somewhere along it that's named for it. Um, sure. You also have um, – I'm going to mess the name up. I that's know okay. uh, the Washington – Rochambeau. <laughs> the Washington Rochambeau. That's what we <laughs> – There you go. Um. It's a Revolutionary Route National Trail. It's actually a, a National Park-sponsored geocache okay. uh, for that one. So National Parks has really jumped up on board with these different trails and tours. Uh, and that's one of the reasons I've met Joanne is the partnership that the National Parks have gone out to reach out through geocaching, saying, hey, this is a activity that can join these two groups together. Right. Um because Joanne can tell you she never heard of geocaching before. Um, <laughs> and they jumped out and says, hey, let's do this geocache. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> so, And it brings a different group. Um, back before geocaching, most people who came to these, uh, these different trail sites were a lot older than uh, your average uh, group. Sure. I'll say it nicely. Uh, it's the historical buffs, which I'm – I love history myself. Oh, me and too. That's yeah. What brings me into even the hobby that we're in, um, and geocaching brings all these people of all ages, um, children, adults, grandparents, parents. Everybody comes through geocaching to these stores. So, uh, the, celebrating the fiftieth, uh, fifty years of this act, it really. Mm-hmm. Sheds light on all of it. Uh, yeah. That's why when they came up to Joanne at the end of last year, one of the first people I think she called was myself and the other people involved with geocaching saying, Hey, can we work on this? And then the other uh, chapters throughout Santa Fe trail to bring everything together to try and celebrate this 50 years. Right. Cause it's, 50 years is a big thing. We know with the government, things change all the time. And sure. keep it back for 50 years is definitely yeah. something to celebrate. Oh, absolutely. Um, and this is a great partnership to be having, too, because mm-hmm. even a few years ago, you know, or at least when I started uh, when, in geocaching, you thought of national parks and national trails as totally off limits for any geocaching stuff. You thought there was no chance of a partnership, and now you see this more and more. The, the park system is really stepping up and, and, and bridging that gap and geocachers are, are working together close with them now. That's great to see. 
to get more people out on the trails. Yeah. We have four different units on our Santa Fe National Historic Trail. We have Fort Larned. We have Fort uh, Union in New Mexico. We have Bensold Fort in Colorado. And then we have Pecos in, near Santa Fe. And each one of those has allowed us to put a, a geocache there. And all four of them get really good reviews and logs because people are really excited to come into the park. And then it serves a dual purpose because once they're there, they often stay and tour those parks. Yeah, definitely. Um, so one thing I want to ask you, Joanne, and I'm going to switch um, so people can kind of see. So uh, I'm going to screen share. Um, so let me do that. And so, Joanne, I've got pulled up, of course, the SantaFeTrail.org website because um, I, I got some. Uh, I want to ask you a couple things, if I may. Um, one thing that I think is really cool and get your feedback on is the fact that there, the Santa Fe Trail Association. There's a lot of cool things that you guys are involved with. Um, and then, of course, you've got right here geocaching <laughs> has been added into the to the mix. How is that really in, enhanced? I guess something that that the, the association is already you know the association has so many cool things that they're doing with the trails and the, and um, the history. Um, how has this sort of uh, has it fit in well? And if it has, what what are your thoughts on adding uh, this with the Trail Association? Uh, one of our longtime members, one of our founding members, described it this way. He said, and he's he's one of the best scholars on the Santa Fe Trail. Mm -hmm. His name is Dr. Mike Olson. And he said, this is probably the best thing as far as a project that the Santa Fe Trail Association has done in order to bring new users to the Santa Fe Trail because it's a whole different demographic than what we were working with before. Like Ryan said, our primary membership is probably made up of people 50 years and older. Sure. Uh, it seems like a lot of people don't really jump into history or at least into organizations such as a nonprofit like ours until they get near retirement or empty nesters. Sure. Uh, by having this geo tour, it has brought in a wide variety of people mm -hmm. and especially a variety of age groups. And what we really like about it is this is something that grandparents can take their kids out to do. Mm -hmm. And some of them can share their passion for history or these sites that they take them to and get them involved. And, and it's been, been very positive. Uh, we've really enjoyed reading the logs that people give us. Mm -hmm. And the logs, I have to comment on that. Those are so very helpful to us <laughs> because I live in Salina, Kansas, and this right. tour goes from Franklin, Missouri, all the way to Santa Fe, and then also all the way through southeastern Colorado. Right. So I need to hear from everybody, you know, when we need to repair or, you know, when one gets stolen. And as soon as we read those logs, then we can alert the troops that are throughout yeah. our 12 chapter areas and <laughs> get it corrected uh, but if if people didn't give us those logs and that information it might be a few months before i travel through there and stop in and check or we send ryan out 
That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> so those logs are very, very helpful. Um, I I hope everybody that does geocaching or geotours does take the time to do those logs because it is very helpful to those of us that set these. Yeah, I think a lot of times we forget that when you're putting a log on, especially when you're doing a geotour and you're putting, uh, you're, you're riding your log, it's not just for the next geocacher. It's something that can really help, like you said, especially for this one, because this geotour is very unique. I mean, I'm showing, you know, the two, you, know, you talk about, you start over in, in Missouri, right? And then it goes through Kansas. I mean, you're going, you're crossing states. I mean, we're crossing five states. Is that right? Correct. Okay. And so, you know, you're going all the way out to New Mexico. And so, you know, especially something like this geotour, I mean, it's, it's invaluable to have the, the folks who can, who can tell you, you know, oh, this cache, well, in, in, and there could be a different, like you said, Joanne, they could be in various stages. Cache is fine. Log is fine. Um, or it could be like, uh, this cache is, uh, worse for wear. It's broken. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's got, so you, logbook is wet. <laughs> yeah. Logbook's wet or logbook is full. Right. Or, That's you know, a good one. Yeah. Or I like the one we talked about before the show is the, there's a snake on the geocache. We need to. Yeah. <laughs> Has happened. <laughs> so, yeah. So somebody's written, I guess, was that a cache log that was. Yes, written? it was. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody goes, um, yeah, there's a snake right here. Yeah, and, uh, wait till he slithers away. And then the other thing that I really like is every once in a while, I'll get to interact with someone who's logged and they've asked a specific question. And yeah. so then we can message them back and we can interact. And then some of the very, very best experiences are when I'm out checking these caches or my husband is along with me, who is pack mule number one. Oh, um, cool. I love it. That's we great. Recently name. in the Plaza hotel and they were looking for the cache out there. Mm -hmm. And this family was looking and looking and they finally found it. And they were just shocked when my husband walked up and said, who he was that he helped set these caches and that we were there checking him and we took him to the car and gave him some extra swag and uh, it was a great experience i love running into these cachers and learning right. their story and what brought them to the trail oh that's cool do you partner with a bunch of local cachers because and we're going to talk about the the length of this trail but because you can't be everywhere at one time right do you have a, a group of people going out there or do you just go to every single one yourself? Well, both. <laughs> we have 12 chapters along the Santa Fe Trail, and with each chapter, they have a specific area that they cover. For example, in the Kansas City area, we have the Missouri River Outfitters chapter, and we have two or three people from that group that they will go out and they are probably the busiest as far as checking because the ones in the Kansas City area, uh, we've got to a little bit of trouble every now and then, especially like cave Springs and, mm -hmm. Oh, there's a couple of other places that we have to really keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. um, so when we hear that there's a need, then we, I email them and say, can you go check on this? And then they tell me what kind of maintenance it needs. Like if they need a new container or if we need to switch types of containers, mm -hmm. but at least probably twice a year, I probably visit all of them. And and the reason I do that is because I'm traveling for other 
parts of my job. Um, you know, like I'll be going to a meeting or uh, an event or a conference or something. So while I'm going, I will stop and check on all these caches. Very cool. Yep. Um, let's back up a moment um, and talk for a moment about um, and, and doing some research. I was surprised to see that because a lot of people go, oh, National Historic Trail. Well, I'm not near one. Uh, there's the Appalachian, you know, Appalachian or the whatever. But there's <laughs> actually um, there's trails all over, especially the recreational trails. There's like over a thousand mm -hmm. in all 50 states. So talk a little bit first about the um, let's talk a little bit about the National Scenic Trails. That's a little different. There's like 11 of those, right? Is that right? Correct. Okay. Um, what sort of designates a scenic trail? The, I'll the Appalachian Trail is one of them, but is there any, anything in particular that... With, with all of these trails, there's specific guidelines for each one they okay. have to fulfill. And it isn't a simple thing to become a national scenic or historic trail. The first thing you have to do is you have to get a, a huge group of people to write letters of support for these trails. And then they go to the Congress. This is literally an act of Congress and it's several years. Um, once the senators put it in and, and everybody votes on this and they pass it in, in the legislature. Mm. Then they say to the national park service to do a study of, okay. and they call this a feasibility study. Right. And this is a very important part of this because you always have a group that are worried about private property rights right. versus public rights. Sure. And this so far has been a very, very good system wherever Everybody has uh, benefited and we haven't had too many problems with it. Uh, so once the Park Service does their feasibility study, they will go around throughout all the communities where this uh, trail will go and they will collect the data. For example, they did a feasibility study on the Long Walk, which is for the Navajo when they were removed. It's similar right. to the Trail of Tears. Similar, similar to uh, it, right. Yes. And they, at the end of this, they decided that this would not be a good trail to become a national historic trail. And the reason was, was because the Navajo people themselves did not want that. Okay. And it was kind of divided between the older segment and the younger segment in the, the Navajo. The younger people were good with it, but the older people felt like those times are past. We don't want to relive it. We don't want to go back there. It was a bad time for them, and they didn't want to bring attention to it. Sure. So that trail was recommended not to include, and it hasn't gone any further. So not every trail that right. we think might be great, not every trail makes it. There's there's some that are really bright, and there's some that are really cool. I'm going to do another quick screen share because I want people to realize where some of these are. Um, and so these trails are the the really long ones, like you think about, like from the movie Wild. Yes, mm -hmm. where they're hiking the straight yep. through all the way through PCT or whatever. Which one? The Appalachian National Trail is one of the scenic trails. Uh, yeah. Pacific Crest, uh, the Continental Divide, which goes all the way through Colorado, Arizona Trail. All of those yes. are uh, Ice Age Trail. 
Yeah. I know one somebody in the chat room is talking about the Florida Florida National yes. Scenic Trail. Is yeah, one. that's I was looking at those. So the so um, so here's the list as we go through these. Like the the Appalachian, we're, we're pretty, most people are twenty one hundred miles. I know that great. <laughs> I'd love to hike that. That'd be George, great. George the Maine. But the yeah the Arizona Trail uh, this one's this one's a little more maybe eight hundred miles from Mexico through to Arizona Utah border. Um, but uh, yeah. there's the Continental Divide Trail. I don't know if you've seen signs for this, Jesse, but um, mm-hmm. you know they they have their they you know, they have their own special uh, signs that they can put up for these. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm familiar with a few of these. I'd really love to hike one of them one day. Yeah, because um, there's the Florida Trail one you're talking about. It makes its way from Big Cypress National Preserve in southern Florida. <laughs> yeah, the Gulf Islands National Seashore in the Panhandle. Um, Ice Age Trail you mentioned, Joanne, was the this one's kind of cool. Uh, covers much of Wisconsin during the Ice Age. Um, Sturgeon Bay, Door County to St. Croix Falls, Polk County um, is kind of what that covers. Ice Age Trail, uh, the Natchez Trace Trail. Mm-hmm. This one's cool. Um, and then uh, the New- there's one called the New England Trail, um, 215 miles. Um, pretty cool. And there's one called the North Carol North Country Trail. Uh, weaves through seven states, New York, North Dakota, uh, the North Country Trails, the longest continuous continuous trail in the U.S. Uh, so very cool uh, on that. Now, um, let's, if we can, let's switch again. we got a lot to cover tonight. But uh, the National Historic Trails, um, and we're going to talk about one major one a little bit, but there's this one, Alakahaki? You know me, I'm not good with names, so I'm not even trying. <laughs> it's in Hawaii. It's in Hawaii. Uh, I was waiting for somebody to to correct me, which that's okay. Now, Gary, we like when you pronounce them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, leave me twisting in the wind. I love it. Uh, this one's in Hawaii. Very cool. 175 miles through hundreds of ancient Hawaiian settlement sites. Uh, the California National Historic Trail, another very cool thing. Uh, between the Missouri River and California, following the footsteps uh, through search of gold, farmland uh, areas, California. The this is the one you mentioned earlier, uh, uh, Ryan. The Captain John Smith Chesapeake National Historic Trail. Um, GT seven. That's that one. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, this one's neat. This is in. This is down my way. El Camino Real de los Tejas National Historic Trail. Good. Yep. There you go. See Rio Grande from the Rio Grande in Texas to the Red River Valley in Louisiana during the Spanish colonial period. That's that's down my way. I could kind of it's in Zapata. I've been in Zapata. You go do it Saturday. Okay, I'll do that. The cool <laughs> thing about this one and a lot of these trails is if you kind of do what Super Nate and you know it, it, uh, doing the traveling is you can ca- catch a lot of counties. You can kind mm-hmm. of that's you right. can kind of catch you know you do a sure. little. Ca- the little county trail, you know, you can you can sort of gobble up some of your counties that you want to catch. Um, another one, 
El Camino Real de Tierra Al Dentro National Very Historic good. Trail. Yes. Thank you. This no. is kind of a unique one because uh, we consider it one of our sister trails. The Santa Fe Trail goes to Santa Fe. Mm -hmm. The Camino Real goes from Santa Fe down into Mexico. Hmm. Uh, there's a couple of places in the United States where you have a cluster of these historic trails. One is the Kansas City area. Hmm. The other is Santa Fe. The third one, the uh, historic trail that leaves Santa Fe, is the Old Spanish Trail. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, this one's – boy, it's another one you could – if you plan ahead, I mean, there you go, Jesse, 1,200 miles from Mexico, New Mexico hmm. to Mexico City. Oh, you better believe it. I'd love to have the time to go do it. That'd and so awesome. Coon Bud knows it is not the trail of cars. That is not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. Not, not, the, not the trail of tears or the trail of cars. Uh, this is different. Oh, wow. I did a rod. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That would be that would be an intense one. Wouldn't it? That'd be awesome, though. I mean, just 2,300 miles across Alaska. Boy, that uh, yeah, that might be intense. That's intense. That's for the that's for, but you that's where they run that race, isn't it? The dog sled yeah. race. Yeah, I got a kid ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> that's right. Well, but the the cool thing about these probably is you could do a portion of them, right? I mean, yeah, definitely. Kind of plan ahead and do part of the uh, Juan Bautista de Anza National Historic Trail. This is kind of cool one too in Mexico. And I think the more that we, you know, that end up incorporating geo tours and things like that, you're going to get, like you mentioned earlier, a completely different demographic wanting to go out and check these things out that you wouldn't from before. Right. Absolutely. Get more people of more ages involved, at least being familiar with them. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if they don't go do them, they're at least familiar that they exist. That's that's correct. We get uh, people that even people who live right next to the Santa Fe Trail will say, I knew it was here. I, I knew it was there all my life and I never went out and visited. And then they went out and visited and they were shocked of the history that took place in their backyard. And the same thing is true for people who travel. We had one person who flew into Denver, rented a van, and then drove down to Santa Fe and followed the trail all the way back to Franklin, Missouri. And wow. they did this as their family vacation. And it was wonderful following those logs as they went back there. But they they told us how they learned so much about the trail. Because mm -hmm. when we set these, we didn't want to make them so darn hard that people couldn't find them. Our goal was to bring them to the trail and share the history. So when they visited, mm -hmm. one about the history. And then a lot of these places also sites that or tours or living history so and and that's could be true on these other historic trails too i wish more would consider it i know that the oregon california trail talked about doing it but they they didn't go ahead and do it i wish someone would um encourage mm -hmm. them uh i would say what it takes is people with geocaching ability to help them because when we started ours i didn't have a clue what i was doing I thank God for those reviewers. <laughs> so, like you're saying, Joanne, maybe this this is the the octa-trails.org. Maybe they, if people live in that area who might who are passionate about this, they could probably mm -hmm. maybe contact some of the folks there and see if they could maybe come alongside and maybe help them or give them more yeah. information, help them with the possibility of adding uh, a tour 
uh, along their their trail. This is another one of our sister trails because it's also in the Kansas City area. The Oregon California Trail and the Lewis and Clark Trail is also in that area. Right. Uh, so Kansas City has a lot to offer as far as historic trails. Okay. And um, as a side note, we're working with the various cities throughout Kansas City as well as Missouri and Kansas. So two different states, several counties, several different cities, and we're working with them to um, encourage hiking trails along the National Historic Trails and the National Park Service is providing signage for that. And when everything is done and in place, you'll be able to start hiking at the Missouri River and go all the way to Gardner, Kansas. Wow, uh, very cool. And, and all of that will take you right through the city and will be right next to the historic trails. So uh, it's a Metro Kansas City project. Uh, they call it the Three Trails Corridor Project. Mm -hmm. um, and they've really supported that. And we're hoping as um, it evolves more that we'll be able to do some more geocaches along those sites as well. Oh, very cool. So very a question cool. from the chat room. Uh it says, are there places, and I know this is going to be a long answer, but probably an easy one. Are there places to camp or hotel along these trails or just do day trips? Both. Yes, both. Uh, we actually, and I know she'll be able to tell you a whole lot more. We actually had an event in May uh, here local, and one of the first families actually finished it. So a lot of there are a lot of groups that will take a spring break or summer vacation and take the whole go the whole trip and do all the geocaches on the tour. Um, I know Joanne will probably be able to tell you where all of them are. She's probably stayed at every hotel along the way. That's funny. And that's not common, right? Which are the best? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I can do that. And which restaurants are the best? Uh, with the Santa Fe Trail, you're going from city environment through very small towns to uh, villages. Uh, so you have a wide variety. What you need to do is you need to look at that geo tour and then start thinking in your mind of the, the towns that are closest to that. But you can go the entire length and stay in a roadway in a comfort in a holiday Inn express without any problem. If you like to camp, there's campgrounds all, all along this. Now, Everyone needs to understand that the Santa Fe National Historic Trail is not a trail that is set up for hiking on private property. It is all public access and much of it you have to follow county roads in order to get close to it. Because, for example, the, the trail goes through pasture land. Mm -hmm. It goes next to the uh, Arkansas River. It goes through area where right now they just finished cutting wheat or they have soybeans planted. Right. So it is not theoretically possible to do the entire trail right on top of the historic route. Right. So what you have to do is you have to go as close to it as possible. And that's where we have laid it out. And with these GPS points at those 73 places along the trail, you can follow it very well. And with each site, we wanted them to either see the actual remnants of the trail or some other facet of the trail. For example, in Kansas, we have a place called French Franks, and it was a trading post. Um, has some wonderful ruts that you can look in the pasture and see those today. You can look across and see cattle. Uh, so for a lot of people, it's wonderful to get out and see the prairie. And then we have interpretive panels there so that they can read about what French Franks was and who the people were that, that were there. 
Then you have Cash, Kansas, which is along the trail. So Cash, where else do you need to go? Kansas. <laughs> I love it. In, yeah. In that, Kansas, isn't that where she said they had the most trouble? Now, I do have to say one thing. The word caches, that is so Santa Fe Trail. Clear back in the early part of the Santa Fe Trail, we had a group of traders who were uh, coming back from Santa Fe and they got caught in a terrible blizzard out by Dodge City, Kansas. Uh, so bad that the animals froze. And so they had to do something unusual. They had to dig holes and pits and bury all their silver and gold and their furs that they had with them. And that was the first cache on That's the right. Santa Fe Trail. <laughs> That's and, true. And, and we have a cache at the caches. So of all the places you need to go, that is the spot. That is cool. Yeah, that is awesome. I wish it looked today like it did historically. Today it is uh, a modern farm and there are cattle pens there, but at least we have a limestone marker and there's interpretation to tell about it. But that was one of the original caches. They were saving their goods. They went back to Talos, got some more livestock, and then they came back and got their goods. So don't bother looking for gold and silver. It's all been taken. <laughs> exactly. Do you happen to know what the, the GC I, on that one is? People are asking about that one. Yeah, I oh, got yeah, it. I can look that up. It's I, I've got right it. out by Dodge City. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's GC4 terrain difficulty 1-8. And I'll put it in the chat room. It's called. Okay, good. It's called the caches. <laughs> That's what it's well, there called. you go. So it's 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 hard to understand that one, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we were talking about virtual caches, all those unused virtual caches, mm -hmm. virtual rewards at the beginning of the show. Right. I can think of a good use of about two thousand of those right now. Oh, absolutely. Right along this trail, right? Oh, you bet. Well, in fact, there is a virtual um, at the other caches marker down by the highway. There's a virtual there. That's why we moved our cache up to the uh, the site of the original. One of the old original virtual caches yeah. is down there. So, Wow. Very oh, cool. Very cool. So if uh, anybody needs to hide their virtual, there's a big Santa Fe trail that could use some. Contact yeah. us. We'll yeah. be able to help you right. out on that one. Yeah. You bet. All right. So we are switching gears now. We're going to talk about the Santa Fe Trail a little bit. And I want to kind of bring it up because I, I find this fascinating because I don't want every geo tour to do this because it's over <laughs> a long area. But I love the fact that this one is out there. And it just, this is one that Slinky Mom and I are, we've got to do this because it is. This amazing. is one on our list too. It is amazing. So let me let let's let me show this because I uh, I find it really it's interesting. It's got a few caches. It's got a few <laughs> caches. Here's all the so there they are, folks. <laughs> uh, if you're watching, uh, and we'll discuss them obviously. But so Joanne, how how did I mean how did this all and Ryan pitch in obviously too? But it how did it all this come about i mean look at there's there's tons of caches <laughs> it goes from we talked about this before the show so it starts uh franklin right is that is that correct that's correct that's where william becknell lived at the time that he was the first one to pack up his horses along with six other guys and they took off in 1821 and headed down the trail 
at the time they they were going to trade for uh, with the Indians and they were going to look for horses, uh, but they also had in mind to try to get to New Mexico. At that time, it was still oh. under Spanish rule, but by the time they arrived out there, Mm -hmm. uh, they've had a little revolution and they were welcomed into Santa Fe and history is made right there. Wow. Uh, so that's 1821, which as a side note, we're getting ready to celebrate our 200th anniversary of the Santa Fe trail. So yeah, uh, yeah. we've yes. got lots of activities that'll be going on throughout the year. And, uh, that is what we're looking at adding some extra geocaches, maybe some mini tours so that if somebody mm -hmm. can only do a day trip, then they mm -hmm. can maybe pick up a few more. Right. Very cool. And, and we'll talk about some of the ones in between, but from there all the way out, uh, and we'll talk about this little thing right here uh, mm -hmm. that, I, that I pointed to the little, uh, Colorado, uh, branch, but it goes all the way out to La Fonda. Yeah, La Fonda Hotel, Hotel at the Plaza is the end of the Santa Fe Trail, and it's got a lot of favorite points. Two hundred and eighteen favorite points. And this is really this is unusual because it's uh -huh. in a business, but we got special permission for it. We said, you know, the the plaza is just the most historic place that we have to have a cache. And there were already several caches set, so we couldn't get close enough. And we asked this business if they would be willing to house it in there. And they understood what they were getting into. And we got special permission. And I'll tell you what, that business oh, loves wow. it. The people come in there. A lot of these people said we never would have gone into the La Fonda because they feel like it might be too fancy for them and they're in their jeans and T-shirts. Right. But once they get in there, they understand how friendly everyone is. And then they decide to stay and have a drink in the bar or a meal uh -huh. in the restaurant. And some of them have even decided to just stay overnight there. Oh, so it has worked God. well for the the business themselves. And I think people are really surprised when they walk in there. Cause I think a lot of people are intimidated by some of the businesses around the plaza that they, they might feel that they don't belong, but they do. It's a very warm and very well received business. So oh, um, cool. yeah, it's, it's neat. Yeah. So there's people in here that uh, they're holding the, the, they're like, there they are. They're, they're inside yeah. the place. They're holding the cash. So that's awesome. And I'll tell you that staff is wonderful. People walk up to them, you know, and they kind of say, uh, is there a geocache here? And they're so <laughs> happy to give them that. It, they're really good. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, how many caches are along this trail so far? So far 73 that are set. So that is and we're so far. Yeah, because we're looking at, especially in Colorado, we're looking at a little segment north of Trinidad where we can add six more. And then we have some other sites along the trail that we've noticed when we first set them, there was another cache too close, so we couldn't get that spot. Well, we've kind of noticed now some of those have been either archived or retired or whatever they do with them. Yep. So we're going to swoop in and see if we can't get that location. Uh, when we set out to pick these locations, there are so many landmarks along the Santa Fe Trail, places like Pawnee Rock. There are five different landmarks known as Point of Rocks, uh, some in Kansas, one in New Mexico, one down in the Cimarron grasslands, um, and several places where the traders would mm -hmm. camp. 
such as right. like McNeese Crossing or Springs, and then there's trading ranches, and then of course there's places like Fort Larned. Um, so we we tried to pick out places that had some very significant uh, arrangement with the trail, something that we could interpret, that we could bring people to, that they they could see. Because there's a awful lot of trail where you don't see much of anything, just wide open fields or prairie. And we wanted to try and make it enjoyable for the people doing this tour. Yeah. Just for the history alone, it sounds like a good family trip. Oh, it's a wonderful family trip. And speaking of that, um, on our website, you'll also find information about something called Junior Wagon Master. And these are educational booklets that the kids can grab. They're age appropriate. There's four different levels and they have a variety of activities that they can do as they travel along the trail. And then when they complete the uh, section, they can get a patch. And there's four different patches available. If you scroll down, you'll see those yeah, there, patches right, here. right there. Yeah. yeah. So that's another activity that a lot of people are doing at the same time they're doing this geo tour. Yeah, I would yeah. too. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, for the kids, not for me, well, of course. Jesse, you already have a trip set for next summer. Uh, that's what it looks like. See, I didn't even set up the trip. Mafia wife. It's it's the reverse. It works. <laughs> I, I will work on getting speakers for the bus trip. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> um, this, the same ladies that help with this junior wagon master, they're our education committee, committee mm -hmm. and they take kids from a little school here in Kansas called Rock Creek. It's uh, mm -hmm. near Wamego, and they've taken over a thousand kids on the Santa Fe Trail on a bus trip. They do it every other year and they start up here in the Kansas City area and they go all the way to Santa Fe. Um, so there you go we we can help you out with bus trip as they go along our chapters will host them and they'll do everything from cook them hamburgers for supper or bring them out uh cookies and kool-aid what whatever needs to be done those chapters really they they're very generous about helping out some of them provide a speaker at a site for example at pawnee rock um oh, so this would be great yeah See, I got cheated in school. I just went to the local zoo. They get to go along the whole Santa Fe Trail. So, and they yeah, camp the whole time. They they take their tents and they're camping the whole time. That's awesome. I think that'd be a great. Idea. I think that's a great bicentennial event for the Santa Fe Trail to do a geocache talk. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I like it. Oh man, yeah. Yes. Yes. I'll take yes, that down to the note. Yeah. <laughs> um, write it down, so it must be done. Right. Put it, write, write it down, so, Joanne. I so got 73 it geocaches, and it's how many states? Five states. That's a pretty impressive geotour. Yeah. It, it was a big undertaking, especially for, for me, who had no experience whatsoever with geocaching at all. So I had to teach myself not only about geocaching, but how the heck do you set a geocache? You right. know, the process of writing that up, of getting it reviewed. And like I said, those reviewers are wonderful people. That's awesome. <laughs> They're so oh, yeah. kind and patient. So it, it, it was a good experience. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, all right. We're going to take a moment uh, to do a giveaway. So, um Ryan, what, um, there it is. So we've got a, we got our first coin tonight is this really cool national trail system, uh, 50 year, uh, 
coin. Love and for it. those who don't know me, I'm a big guy, so it's a big coin. It's a big <laughs> coin. Well, I, li- I like that you sent me a photo next to a quarter because it dw- it dwarfs a quarter. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna give away a second one uh, for our audio listeners, and we'll and we're gonna we'll provide you the audio question here in a moment. Um, and oh, by the way, from last week's. Uh, if you're listening in uh, from Joshua's, I'll give you the answer to that person here in a minute. So we're kind of mixing things. To, well, we'll get. I'll give you the answer to that one in a minute. First, I got to give you the question for tonight's giveaway. So get ready in the chat room. And Tim, you can't win one again. You won last week, buddy. So if he's in the, <laughs> if he's in the chat room, tell him sorry, man. You can't win two weeks in a row. So I don't know if Tim Tim Terrell's in there or not. But anyway. All right, so get your fingers ready to answer this question. Oh, what's Coon and Buzz like? Oh, okay, yep, great coin. Yeah, it is a great coin. All right, so Jesse, keep an eye on it. So, and Ryan, you can too. But the question is, what is, all the Geotours have a number. What is the Santa Fe Geotours GT number? So they all have a geo tour. Do they need to put GT in front? Yeah, GT. What is it called? Because that's the full name of it. It's GT something. So uh, oh. we're listening for nope. that. Guesses so. are coming in. Oh, somebody's nope. close. You're nope. close. Nope. Nope. So close. they're working uh, on uh, it. Oh, oh, oh Scott's got it. it. Good job, buddy. They're just typing too fast. Oh, somebody got oh, it. There. Scott got it. Yeah. yeah. Valena was close. Everybody else is starting to get him a little bit. Now nah, they're all coming in. <laughs> y- y'all can stop. GT34. GT34. Yeah. I like Heather's answer. Santa Fe Trail Geocaching Tour. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, Jesse's. Well, you got it now, Jesse. It's too late now, buddy. <laughs> well, Jesse, Jesse did make the Geocoin, so. Oh, did he? Yep. It's another one that he's made. <laughs> oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he... He also provided, yeah, Joshua with that uh, that other thing. So, all right, just two weeks in a row made by Jesse Tuttle. That's just yeah. how about that, <laughs> Jesse? We really like this. It's really nice. We have we, we had we, to get special permission from the National Park Service to use this Santa Fe National Historic Trail because it is trademarked and right. Uh, you, you can't just use that any way you want it you have to have special permission each one of the national trails has a logo similar to this an arrowhead type mm-hmm. thing with a specific logo so this is ours the santa fe oh, very cool very cool all right um okay so i'll give the other answer here in a moment so let's talk uh we're as like i said we're going to talk for the next few minutes about uh the tour so um uh jesse did you i think you probably had some questions that you wanted to throw out while I go get the, I got the person I need to go grab their information. So go ahead and ask some questions. So the, if you would. the, uh, the big thing about this tour was, um, is one that you, now that you've done this big thing, you've mentioned people are going to go do it and everything else, but also, uh, other groups hopefully will take your lead and spread these tours in other places too. Right. And you probably have some advice for them if the, if these groups were to reach out, Yes, I would be very happy to talk to anybody that would ever consider doing this because, like I said, I knew nothing about it and I learned so much and and a lot of it was trial and error. Um, 
the first thing when we set these geocaches we used ammo boxes i live fairly close to fort riley so we were able to get these ammo boxes at that time uh fairly inexpensive and the reason why we used them was two reasons we wanted to include nice swag so that uh people would enjoy getting them and we do get a lot of good comments that we have some really sweet swag uh, but the other thing is we wanted to provide some information about the trail as they traveled, you know, because we have a wonderful map of the Santa Fe Trail. And we felt, you know, we didn't want to bring somebody to to say French Frank site and then they'd be lost. So we wanted to include that so that they could pull that out and not only follow the geo uh, the GPS points, but look at this whole map so they can be oriented to the entire trail. But we've learned that most people don't want to pick up any information. They don't want to take that with them. They're able to either follow a QR code or go to our website and get that information. Mm -hmm. So in some cases now we have started going to some smaller canisters and maybe you guys can tell me, why do they call those things bison containers? Oh, Gary, you know this answer. Yeah. Yep, the the company that originally made them, Joanne, was that was the name of the company. Bison. Okay. Was their first? It was their name. First so. name. Well, we yeah. have found that in our our trouble sites where um, there's some ornery muggles out there that like to steal the <laughs> ammo can. I think uh, they think it's probably big enough for a six pack or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. <laughs> They like to swing by and steal those. So in places that we have had trouble with them getting stolen, uh, we found those larger bison containers work really, really good, and we can conceal them fairly well. But yet it leaves us big enough that we can put some good swag in there with a log book. And um, so I think we will never go smaller than that. You know, mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot of micros and other sizes, but I think it's more important that when those kids come and they get that cash and they open it up and they see that there's something in there for them, we want them to feel like they've hit the treasure chest. We want them to really enjoy that experience and take it away and remember that for the rest of their life. And then we really hope when they get a little older that they'll join our group because if we don't keep getting new members, we're going to die out. And I mean that literally because our members <laughs> are, I'm 63 and I'm one of the youngest. So, and I've been doing this for 30 years. So um, it's, it's an aging group and I don't want to lose it. Uh, so we do need new members to keep new programs going. And the geocaching has been so popular that uh, even those that were naysayers at the beginning mm -hmm. have turned around and they've said yep you were right it, it's a it's a good program and i um to piggyback on that um like i said i've been with the santa fe tours now for well since right before moga my mm -hmm. moga right and um it is increased the the willing to learn through even the santa fe association because i'm actually going on a trip in two weeks unfortunately i can't go up south dakota with you uh jesse <laughs> but i am taking a just to show you the the length of the trip for those who don't know i'm eastern central kansas i'm taking about a six hour trip mm -hmm. without geocaching <laughs> so you wow. know it can be about 18 hour trip um <laughs> down to the southwest corner <laughs> of kansas to teach a geocaching class during one of their um, chapter meetings. Very so cool. 
they definitely and of course i'm picking up all the counties along the way so of course go (laughs) excellent excellent uh, it, it helps me with one of my goals for the year to finish the Kansas County. So perfect. Now, and I know we got to wrap up before too long, but uh, mm-hmm. we uh, we mentioned and you talked about people would take this on a vacation. They take a vacation and go and knock out the whole trail, but that's not the normal, right? People don't have to go and knock this whole trail out at one time. They can go and do whatever sections that they're capable of doing or have time to do, right? That's correct. Uh, we've had several people who log in and tell us that they do like a day trip or a weekend trip. You know, some of them will come from Kansas City and get maybe as far as McPherson and then go back. Uh, they can break it up however they want. What we do have is a passport activity that goes with us. And as they uh, go to each cache, when they look in the lid of the geocache container, there will be a code word in there. And then they put that into the passport. And in order to get a challenge coin, uh, all they have to do is visit at least 50 of these caches and get that code word and then send it in and we'll send them a challenge coin. Very cool. And I think you're you're right around a thousand points and favorite points now on this trail. I think so. I think Ryan had it up here. It was nine nine four, four. or something yeah, like you're, that. Yeah, you're right at it. That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh my gosh, that's a pretty good accomplishment. So if everyone favorite points is a lot. Yeah, if everybody out there would give us a favorite point tonight. <laughs> there right. <you> go. <laughs> Perfect. Woo. So, how many people have actually, and you may not even know this, but how many people have actually completed the whole trail? Well, when we did our report for, um, oh, to have completed all 73 caches, gosh, I don't have that figure right with me, but we do have some. I would say at least 100 have done that. Oh, that's because- oh wow. We've given out several of those challenge coins, and some of those did 50, but some of them did all 73. And with the new souvenirs that they just gave out for the Geo Tours, mm-hmm. uh, Santa Fe Trail is a part of that. And I do know Jess and I out and about when they first came out, because it was during a little Geo Woodstock, uh, talked to a lot of people because Santa Fe Trail did have a, a table at Woodstock. Uh, I talked to at least 10 to 15 people who did have uh, the souvenir. So you had to finish all 73 to get the souvenir. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. You got to get them a all. lot of mileage are covering. You know, you put out a trail, though, and attach one of those little digital souvenirs to it, and geocachers will do crazy things for it. Yeah. <laughs> if you take the entire trail, it's going to be 1,100 miles. Woo. Awesome. Geocachers will do it. They'll continue to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very, very memorable. Um, Make sure you spend a a good portion of your time at Bent's Old Fort in Colorado. Um, This really illustrates the variety of cultures that we're using the Santa Fe Trail. It's just an unbelievable experience out there. And that. You're right. Every, every place along the trail is dynamic. Um, but if I could recommend one place mm-hmm. that illustrates the cultures, oh. it would be uh, Ben Sold Fort. Actually, the number we had for the favorites was an old number. Um, oh, I cool. think it was maybe even been from the last time we were supposed to be on. We're actually at 1,088 favorite points. Awesome. So nice. We are over 1,000 points. So oh, wow. That's awesome. That's an accomplishment. That's the big time. Yeah, good you deal. Got me. Good to hear. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, you make a note of that one. That's great. Yeah, yeah cause, I'll cause, support that. Yeah, because um, with something like this, 
you know, so you're right, Joanne. There's something like this is interesting because you cross over so many different ecosystems and you cross over so much Mm -hmm. history of what's going on that you kind of it it would be really cool if you can it'd be cool to do the whole thing because you you get a you get a feel for a part of the country a a different it's actually different parts of the country you know well when it began it was two two nations it was uh, mm-hmm. um, you know the united states and spain right uh, so so it was two different nations and and you are right about the, the ecology because you go from the missouri river area then you go out into the tall grass prairie that's unbelievable i guarantee if you go in may you will be impressed mm-hmm. and then you get out into the more central plains then the desert region it, and then the mountains. So it, it's just a wonderful experience to see all of that. Awesome. Yeah. All right. We're wrapping up. To, we're going to have to start the wrap up time. Um, I do want to mention uh, last week we had um, an audio question mm-hmm. and we had a ton of people put put in for uh, the answer to uh what Joshua provided to us and with the, the question was about the mannequin, what would the number was on the mannequin? And so random.org picked Debbie Putnam Put, Putman. If I can get that right, her, her name is, uh, is lady grace three, three, one. So Debbie, I'll send you a note, but if you listen, uh, send me a note and I will get Debbie, uh, her in from, get you the information so we she can get you. Oh, was she really? Okay. Yeah, I saw her earlier. I saw her name there. Okay, if she's in there, so she might. Well, she got a prize coming, so. Yeah, yep. she got a, she got a prize coming. Very cool. So thanks, Debbie. Um, you were selected. The random dot org god or gods with with the pantheon of random.org. <laughs> we joke about that. Uh, uh, selected. So all right. So we got another one. We got one more coin. We're going to give away. Um, and you'll need to give, you need to send me the answer to the following question. Yep. And um, you'll need to send it to me uh, before, hang on, let me get my nut. Maybe you're still in that room. Oh, is she cool? Way to go, Debbie. So um, email me your, inf- your mailing address. I got Scott's, by the way, Ryan, I'll give you that. Um, so email me this information. I'll get to Joshua. Joshua will send you uh, that a very special German uh, tag that nobody in the U.S. has. So it's really cool to have that. Only the Germans got those. So that's kind of cool. Very exclusive. Um, okay. So this week, um, I'll need your answer before midnight on July 7th. Wow. The, 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 year is traveling on isn't it um july 7th so i need the answer to this question before july 7th not in the chat room not in the chat room not gonna do you any good you gotta email us at geocachetalk at gmail.com send us the answer to this question which is and we talked about it earlier but what is the furthest west geotour geocache on the santa fe geotour so send me that information. Send me the name of that or the GC code to that. Um, the furthest west, not the furthest east. Uh, we talked about that one too, but I want to know the one that's the furthest west. 
uh, on the uh, Geo Tour. So send me that at geocachetalk at gmail.com. So, all right. Um, well, we're kind of starting to wrap up. Um, I'm going to, um, I guess, throw it. Let me throw it first over to uh to Jesse and then Ryan and um, and uh, Joanne start thinking about what are your final thoughts are on that. But let me start with Jesse. What are some of your final thoughts tonight? So as I briefly mentioned earlier, I love the fact that national parks and national trails are now starting to work with geocaching. And there's a positive way for that relationship to happen. Right. And I hope that continues. I love the work that y'all are doing with this. And uh, it gets people possibly, you know, gets people more interested in, going to some of these national parks and doing some of these national trails that never would have crossed that path before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that was a bad pun there, but you know, that, uh, <laughs> uh but, uh, and anything that's going to, you know, make history. I'm not a history guy, right? My wife loves it, but if mm-hmm. this, I can do something else with this. And now history all of a sudden becomes exciting. Cause I get to put my hands on things or I get to walk the trail. That's when history is exciting to me. So, um, I think you this will is great. Be a history guy, when you do the Santa Fe Geo Tour, you there will you be. I may turn into a history guy then. So, All right, there you yeah. go. <laughs> You'll but, be surprised. I can't wait to have you do it. I'll be glad to hear what you think of it. Right. Well, it sounds like we're going to get a big bus and take everybody out there. So, awesome. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right. So, um, so Ryan, Joanne, I don't care which one wants to start, but give us, give us kind of final thoughts on what we talked about tonight. Ladies first. Well, I just hope everybody will take the time. If you can't physically get to the Santa Fe, uh, geo tour, at least visit the website and look at the different geocaches and their location. Uh, for those that do actually visit, be sure and message me or send us your logs. And if you do need assistance when you're out there, uh, do contact us because there are some places that you have to watch the weather. You don't want to get mudded in. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to be prepared for varmints and critters. And uh, so it it isn't, you know, it isn't city all the way and it isn't paved roads at all. So be prepared, Uh, bug spray, all that stuff, be prepared. And, and we are there to help. We do have people throughout the length of the trail. If you do get into trouble, we can, we can help you out. Cool. Well, thanks, we don't Joanne. want anybody to be afraid. We have friends everywhere. Oh, well, great, Joanne. Man, we really do appreciate it. Uh, Ryan? Um, and again, the National Park Service, um, I've actually had the privilege of talking to quite a few of them through this trail and then through some of the other jobs that I've done within geocaching. I talked to some out in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I was doing a Woodstock. Uh, they were uh, one of the advertisers for the FTF magazine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, National Park Services and even just the National Trail System, they're very supportive of geocaching, just you have to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one thing I do want to put out there is even if you don't get to go to the Santa Fe Trail, um, with the 50th anniversary of National Trail System, we covered al- almost all of them. Um, uh, I can't do math, but was it 30 different national trails, uh, historic and scenic? Yeah. Uh, they do have a website out there just celebrating the 50th, um, the 50 yep. years anniversary of it uh, at the NPS.gov. Uh, uh, just go out and enjoy some of the trails. Right. That one and, of course, trails50.org yep. is, is another cool, cool website. So, 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, I love history. So um, mm-hmm. I guess Jesse, you can sit on bus, find geocache. We'll listen to the history. <laughs> on the bus together. Um, that's, that's awesome. Oh no, we'll but, get him. We'll, but yeah, we'll I get lo- him. I've always loved history um, and joining forces with the Santa Fe trail uh, has always, it's been a blessing to assist them in doing what we do um, mm-hmm. because I love geocaching and again, I love history. So right. bringing these two loves and passions together, it's just been amazing. And like we were saying earlier, 2021 is coming quickly. Um, and if I have anything to say, I know geocaching will be a big part of the 200th um, celebration. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll come back on uh, just yeah, so you can absolutely. Uh, that's a topic for another show. Um, that's right. But, uh, Wait, I, got I know some Tom here. needs to drink at least once. So, um, but yeah, we are looking at doing as many things as we can for the 200th uh, celebrate or not celebration uh, commemoration commemoration. Yeah, because it's not worth celebrating. It's definitely a commemoration. Yeah. Um, so look for things to come. We've already talked about possibly new caches, maybe even new geotour legs, new small geotours, mm-hmm. maybe even a geocoin or two. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So like you said, saw earlier, we had this one, but you may see a new one in the future. So cool. definitely reach out to the Santa Fe Trail or any local organizations yeah. um, because they're always looking at something to do. So that's my a piece of advice is reach out to these groups that need some help because Joanne did a wonderful job, mm-hmm. but with a little help of a geocacher, it probably made her life yeah. a lot easier. Yes. So, Oh yeah. That's good. point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, some couple of my final thoughts is yeah, again, uh, Joanne, thank you so much. And Ryan for, for being on tonight to tell us uh, about this, get us, get people excited about, um, you know, the Santa Fe tour, obviously I'm a big, I'm a huge fan. I really want to do that one, but I think we've also, hopefully people realize there are several, um, trails that you can go be a part of and be and really enjoy. And yeah, there you go. There's this, this Ryan shows a bunch of them. Um, but you know, that's, um, and as, as, you know, as Joanne commented, the fact that, um, if you're, if you live near one of the National Historic Trails that doesn't have a geotour or doesn't have even really what you feel like is enough uh, geocaching uh, exposure, you know, contact the local, you know, go check and figure out who the National Historic Trail Association is and get in touch with them and just say, hey, I'm, I'm a geocacher. You know, I'm willing to help if you need, you know, if you need some advice or some ideas or, you know, if whatever I can do to be involved. So get involved. You know, these don't – I kind of say this, too, to people who geocache but don't ever put out a cache. I'm like, how do you think these geocaches get out there? You know, little elves aren't putting these geocaches out, you know. They're not. She has sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of sort of gets into my, uh, you know, uh, and you know, Jess and I are really big about, you know, you need to put out ge- geocaches, not just go do geocaching. You really need to be part of the process and not just, you know, we, we want you to go geocaching. But we want you to also be part of it and, uh, 
I think we've talked about before that until you really put a geocache out, I don't think you really appreciate, right? Jesse, is right. that a good way Absolutely to put it? Absolutely agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you can't really. Well, Joanne, when Joanne's done them, she knows now that there's some effort that goes into putting these out. So, but it's rewarding, yeah. right? You feel like it's. Oh, yes, yes yeah. definitely. When you get those logs back and, and people tell you that this made their day, that this was the best trip their family has ever taken, mm-hmm. that's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, coming up, with the sh- yeah, coming up with the show next week, um, we've got Nick from Cashly will be on. He's going to talk about it's mm-hmm. actually now 4.3.3, and I guess we're just going to call it 4.3 uh, and 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 beyond because he's doing lots of updates. But really, it's really it's it's version 4.3, um, and we're going to talk about Apple Watch and other cool stuff that Cashly is involved with. So even if you're not a iOS user, I think you're going to gain a lot from our conversation. Uh, well, you also get to hear about Jesse being in Wyoming. So this is going to be kind of cool. Get updates on him. Don't know where I'm going to be broadcasting from, but somewhere in Wyoming. So. Somewhere in Wyoming. So where in the world is Memphis mafia? Absolutely. That's right. Who knows? <laughs> he won't be. Flat Jesse's but, around. <laughs> uh, He's just, never just keep showing up. <laughs> just keeps showing up, doesn't it? So, all right. Yeah, Flat Jesse, who knows where he'll be uh, next. Uh, okay, then in two weeks on July 15th, show 107, um, I have a special co-host. Uh, Jamie Pullman's going to be on Stardust ZZZ, and we have a special guest that we're going to have on that night. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be very exciting. Jesse will be out in South Dakota, so he may or may not. We've kind of got Jamie filling in because uh, we don't know. If, if Jesse makes it, he makes it. If he doesn't, we've got, we've got to fill in for him. So <laughs> we're set. Yeah, the flat Jesse will fill in. Much. Right, doesn't say much. <laughs> no, we don't want that. We're, that's we got Jamie. Jamie's going to be on. Jamie's going to be part of it. So for, for one night, she she's going to help co-host. So it'll be fun. Be a great Very night. Cool. And, and then in three weeks, the big reveal. Dun, dun, Talking dun. about something. We're going to talk about something. <laughs> something big in three weeks. The so big reveal. Got three weeks not to spill the beans. <laughs> I know. Got, Gary, you can make it to the end. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I'm going to make it or not because it's just, I'm just, I haven't told anyone. Although I've nope. had, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm, go, I'm going crazy. But I'll get to spill the beans in a sense in three weeks because we can only talk about part of it. We can't really talk about all of it. We're going to do enough of the reveal to, to get it, get the, the show. We'll know what it is. Yes. The reveal will be where it's a kickoff. The, the big kickoff. Yeah, there you go. There we go. All Ooh. right. Well, thanks folks. I uh, hope you enjoy the show tonight. Email us your comments at geocache talk at gmail.com. And we really love your emails and your thoughts, your comments, is very uh, Jesse. I love reading those. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Geocache Talk uh, at Gary Slinkard, all one word uh, at Memphis underscore Mafia. Uh, we've been doing a lot of Instagram lately. Geocache Talk, one word, or Memphis Mafia, all one word. Um, I know Jesse's been. Uh, I mean, Instagram's kind of blown up for you, hasn't it? It's fun. People really connect quick. Just 
just like last week, I got all kinds of information off of there. So it was great. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. So definitely follow that. You'll get a lot of cool information that we don't really share on the show. Uh, you'll get to see some photos that we don't share anywhere else on Instagram. So definitely follow us there. Uh, and also our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash geocache talk. Uh, show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play. Don't forget to click on that subscribe button below. And I think I'm pointing this time in the right location. So there we go. Um, and yeah, there you go. And so, um, and by doing that, you get, uh, you'll get a reminder uh, on a weekly basis of when we are on. Uh, and tell your friends about the show. Tell them to join in in the chat room or at least listen to audio uh, when you're tooling around town or geocaching or whatever. So, all right. Until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go check out a national park and a national historical trail and a national uh, geotour, especially the Santa Fe one, if you can. And go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.